0: Hello, uh the, the gentleman, uh, lady, how's everybody doing this evening? We doing fine, champ. You ready for next week? Uh, 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 ready? Yeah. uh, uh I'm ready. <laughs> hey, what's going on? Good morning to you. Another uh, episode of the Knucklehead Chronicles. It is your man, the guru. Happy Thursday to y'all. Um Okay, um, So yeah, this is episode 2 Of the relaunch of the Knucklehead Chronicles Now um, I have This particular show Has gone through Bumps and bruises, relaunches Rebrandings and all that good stuff But I want to give The people who have never heard an episode Of the Knucklehead Chronicles before Yesterday um, Let you guys in on a little secret This show has been around for a long time. Um, It changed names from the Common Sense Show TV to uh, the Knucklehead Chronicles. So over the next 10 episodes, right? I'm going to try to narrow it down in 10, maybe more. But over the next 10 episodes, I am going to give you guys the origin or my story because there are some people that uh follow me that have heard this story i did i did my life story here back in 2018 um uh, but those particular episodes got lost so I, you know, I, I i think i have to redo it so i am in the process of redoing So over the next 10 episodes you guys are going to get a little bit of well all the story actually and you're going to find out why I, uh the, the name of the Knucklehead Chronicles is appropriate. Um, i have been through a lot of stupid stuff, not a lot of stupid stuff, a lot of people, you know. Uh, but this is how this is this was my this was one of my ways of uh, not venting, venting is a bad word. This is my way of cleansing myself and being real to my you know, being real to other people because I can't be an effective. Uh, influencer or tell somebody how to live life when my life was jacked. So who who better to give a better example of their jackups in life? Is, you know, somebody who's been, who's been through it. So here we go. Um, <clears throat> my story, I'm telling you guys, h- hold on to your hats. Anybody that's ever listened to my story and know, know me personally has heard this story. So if you guys are new to the game, hold on to your hats. It's going to be tricky. Now, do I check you you be funny and serious all at the same time okay so this is chapter one this is the beginning no, the this is there this is the guru story let me tell you um those of you who have been have been following me for any length of time kind of know uh the beginning but here we goes. um my father uh, at the age of 16 it's kind of what life got nuts for me right um I remember walking into my mother's bedroom. It's just been—I mean, I'm 46 now. This is a whole 30 years ago. Uh, <laughs> I walked in my mother's bedroom, and she was laid across there. It, it was a Saturday morning, so it was just, "Hey, you know, we're gonna um, chill on a Saturday. We watching Saturday morning cartoons, you know, Schoolhouse Rock. You know how we, how we do it. But those of those of us who are a certain certain age would know." Schoolhouse rock is, but that's not besides the point. <laughs> so I woke in my mom's room at 16, um, and I went in there with the purpose of telling her, you know that that I, there was this young lady that I just, I was head over heels, I was head over heels in love with. You know, in high school, I'm from a small town in North Carolina, so the high school there was only one high school, one middle school, so everybody went to the same school, right? Once you hit. Once you hit once you hit ninth grade, went to the same high school. Um, so I want I go in there and I tell I say, Mom, I said like, this is young lady that you know, I'm just really digging. You know, I need for you to tell me how uh, to approach it because I, you know, I really didn't know the game. You know, like that because my mother and father were ministers uh, and pastors. So, you know, being a PK isn't wasn't easy. You know. Uh, I was always in church. I never, you know, never got to go out, you know, nothing like that. So I had a crush on this young lady. And I went. I remember going to ask my mom, uh, how do I go about, you know, macking on her or flirting, or back in the, what did it say? Back in the, day, it they say now, <laughs> back in my day it was courting. They'll say courting now, but back in my day it was courting. So I go in there. And I sit on the the end of her bed, and I say, oh, I say, mom. My Girl, she's dope, and Like, yeah, I'm, I'm crazy about her, whatever. You know, again, we're from a small town, but that bad, repeating, right? So, um, uh, I say, Mama, what do I, what do I do? She says, Well, first of all, baby, what's her name? And I told her her name, um, and she said to me, Don't, <laughs> you know, just like, no. And I, and I always thought it was just my mom trying to protect me, you know. Uh, and maybe she was. Maybe maybe part of her was trying to protect me, right? Um, but I thought it was just I told her, I thought it was pure hateration, to be truthful with you, let alone uh, my mom. Like, my mom hated Where'd that come from? You know. <laughs> but um I did not see what she was saying at the time she was saying it. So she was like, No, you you can't date her. I said like, So after about 20 minutes of back and forth I said mama I said why why can I date her she said because she's your half sister so it was a long pause it was, it was a long pause it was like are oh, you what what do you, what do you mean my half sister and she was like you know, sit, you know I was already sitting down she was like okay son I got something to tell you you know and she said that uh, the man that has raised me all of my life up until that point of 16 uh, she told me that man was not my biological father okay you know at 16 that's a jolt when when you're told that the man the only man you know you know all 16 years all of of you all you've ever known was this young man and his family this man and his family and all that and to find out At the age of sixteen, went on seventeen that he was not my biological father. Now he was my brother's biological father, but he wasn't my biological father. That was a hard pill to swallow. And when I tell you that was the beginning of this tumultuous life that I lived, that you're going to hear about the next ten episodes. side myself I was so angry you know I was so angry and I said well mom if he wasn't my father then who is now, I want you guys to know my mother had me at the age of 14 she was 14 when she had me right so <sighs> she was kind of you know she was Promiscuous. I think, that's that, I think that's the name for it. Promiscuous. And uh, come to find out the the, the man that she uh, got pregnant by was an older gentleman. I'm not going to call any names. I, I think I'm going to use code names in this podcast just to protect the, the identities of the people. <laughs> so uh, the man, let's call him Peanut. Okay. He looks like a peanut. Like really, like the shape. Everything is like you know? peanut. Um, so, <laughs> so she told me who we was, and not a week later maybe a week and a half later we were walking through our, our, our local grocery store and he comes around the corner and my mama said don't look now but there's your daddy I looked at this time at this point I was you know, I was still 16 still you know Still mad at her a little bit, but I was more so mad at him. Um so <laughs> this dude. So he comes around the corner and I I, I stopped him. I say, excuse me, sir. I said, uh, is your name peanut? And he goes, Yeah, why? And I said, Well, according to my mother, you're my daddy. And she says, who is your, he said, who is your mother? And he, and I told him who my mother was. No, I told her, her name. Told him, told him her name. He said, oh, that hoe. Right. So I know, I know everybody, just, if you're listening to this, you, you got a collective pause. No, you did not. Everybody collectively gasped in that, <laughs> in that moment. He said, oh, that hoe. I said, did you just call my mama a hoe? He said, Yeah, man. That's what she was. She was a hoe. She was out here in these streets. And she was like, and he was like, uh, just for the record, dude, I'm not your daddy. Your daddy named so-and-so. And he gave me another He gave me another guy, you know. And when I tell you, I hauled off and punched this guy in the stove. But call my mama a hoe. Like you you, you know. My mom was with this, promiscu- yes. She hadn't, she hadn't been through what she was doing. No, she didn't. But for you to stand there and call her a hoe, especially when you know you've been with her. like Especially, you know. See, I hate when guys do that. Oh, she a hoe. After you slept with her. Like, how, how does that work? <laughs> you know I mean? how, how you gonna, how she a hoe? How she crazy? Yeah, you slept with her. So, mind you, um, so we got, a, it wasn't like blows with an S. It was a blow. I hit him, you know, we call him Mama a hoe. Um, So he was like, well, you know, and he was so nonchalant with it. And he was like, well, you can hit me all you want. You can do whatever you want, but she's still a hoe. I said, man, if you don't get out of my face, I'm going to jail today. You know? and so we kind of ended that way. And I remember my mom coming around. My mom was in a different aisle. She was shopping. She didn't think anything of it. So she comes around the corner looking for me. And she sees him on the on the on the floor, you know, talking junk. Still. After getting his jaw cracked, he's still talking junk. Right? So she's like, baby, come on. Let's go. Right now. I was like, ah, this dude decided to call you a hoe. She said, It's okay, baby. Just come on. You'll need you'll need to get in trouble. No, no, just come on. And I said, okay. And so we left. But I was so angry with my mom. I'm like, mom, how could you? How could you hold something like that uh, from me for 16 years? But I guess it's you know it's the old adage that you know children mature when 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 guys mature. It's 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 later in life, you know, <laughs> when we, we really mature. And I'm looking back on it, you know, 30 years later, you know, I'm thankful that she waited to tell me. Well, I'm glad that she didn't tell me when I was 10 Or 11 or 12 And you know I feel like this I was 16 when I found out my daddy was my daddy Can you imagine Excuse me Can you imagine the children Of today society Who at 8 9, 10 years old Are finding out that Their fathers are absent Can you imagine that so it's trauma, I see, and see, and people really don't understand that. Uh, you know, everybody thinks, "Oh, the black man is the black man is so tough. He's so dense. So he don't die." Let me tell you something, man. We, as men, we go through trauma too. The fact that we don't talk about that thing is what is, is what the problem is, right? We don't talk about our trauma. We don't talk about what we have gone through because, in in many situations, it's embarrassing one two we're stubborn and we don't want to be judged and, we don't, and and some of us don't deal with stuff because they don't want to look in the mirror they don't want to have to deal with them the, the stank of it all you know just the, the, the absolute stank of it all because it's rough it's hard out here when you go through trauma and you and this is this is some unspoken stuff. That you haven't said anything about to anybody. And then you're you're bleeding on people who didn't cut you. And then you're looking like, eh, why are you mad at me? I didn't do anything. And, you know, that was me for many years. And like I said, that uh, piece of information that I got at 16 years old shaped the way my life went for a very, very long time. So after that, the whole incident, after finding out that, Peanut was my father. He had some, you know, he was, now he was, now he, he called my mama a hoe, but he was a hoe. He, he had like 10 kids running around. So of course I had brothers and stepsisters, or half-sisters and half-brothers that was r- running around the same town. You know? I was crushing on one of them. And I didn't even know, I didn't even know. Um, but I found out later that the young lady that I was crushing on had the same first name middle uh the first middle and last name of my mother when she had me. Uh-huh. Exactly. So <laughs> and also my mom my mom telling me this story that she was in the hospital uh uh having me in the mother of uh, peanuts baby mama was in in the other room or you know you know back in the day they had two two beds in the one room having, having babies and stuff that's a long time' gonna do it now but back in the day so she was in the next bed right across the curtain and so when she had her baby she named her baby uh after my mom same first name same same middle name same last name at the time she was born I was like <laughs> Say, well, now? like, what kind of nonsense is this? But anyway, (laughs) so I tried to, I I think, you know, with him not acknowledging the fact that he was my father, that was traumatizing on itself because it makes you question. I looked at, I looked at the man who raised me. I looked at him differently. The way that he, you know, the, the way that he disciplined me at that point was different because my, my attitude at that time was you can't tell me nothing, you ain't my daddy you know, we were all going through it if anybody listening to this knew exactly what I mean it was it was a thing it was, you can't tell me nothing you are not my father so I completely disrespected him and dis- disregarded him you know, at, at starting at the age of 16 he really got bad. when I turned 17 because um, we'll get into that later in the story but Um, I was just so angry so another traumatic experience was trying to connect with my half brothers and sisters Uh, and to this day 30 years later I've only only connected with one half brother the rest of the, the girls that knew me that knew that he was my father won't even talk to me. Like I tried, they. When I tell you, they brushed me off like it wasn't nothing. Like we would, we all. And what's funny was we all ran in the same circles. But once that particular information came to light, they cut me off. And I was like, what? why? So, at the age of sixteen, I'm trying to figure out who I am, and I had nobody to help me because my mom wasn't a plethora of information she wasn't trying to you know because I think she, once she found that once she had to tell once she had to tell me that my father was my father she was embarrassed because I believe that she never had to figure it I I, I believe I thoroughly believe my mom was uh, gone now God rest her soul but I really believe that when that initially happened I believe that she did not she did not think that she had to one day explain to me that Walter is my stepfather uh, that's his real name <laughs> it's all just funny in case anybody knows uh, that Walter uh, wasn't my biological father I think she did not think that she would have to explain that uh, so she was jolted my mother she was jolted she was upset she was you know because she had to explain that I couldn't date my sister <laughs> she had to explain that she didn't want to but she had to to, to protect me so in one instance I get it other instances not so much but back to the traumatic events people have to understand that with black men or boys we are in a constant state of being wanting to be accepted okay maybe I'm way off base here let let me rephrase I'm speaking about Terry now okay at that time I was in a constant state of wanting to be accepted especially after being told that the, my biological father didn't want me you know um, it, it reminds me of a rap song Shaquille O'Neal did way back in the day I think it was his first rap single and he's and, he's, and, and, and the title went it, my biological didn't bother you know uh, I think about Tupac when he said <laughs> when, when his father died he couldn't he, he didn't like you know he couldn't more because he didn't like him you know that, that all of that there's so many instances and examples um but i was so angry and that started started a series of events that that took my life completely off the rails at 16 years old when i when my mama told me that that young lady was not mine, what was, was my sister instead of my crush or my girlfriend <laughs> the very next girl that I dated was my first baby's mom mm, Get catch that in the atmosphere will ya <laughs> so because I was just just wanting to be accepted you know I went with the next one and don't get me wrong I loved her I mean, you know she was my baby mom you know what I'm saying but she you know, when I first got with it, I loved her you know she was my girlfriend you know but in the back of my mind I just wanted to be in something You know what I mean? I just wanted to be in something, and so she accepted me. She loved me, at least I thought. You know, that was that was trauma. That was trauma and hurt in that as well. But again, we'll get into that down the road, okay? So I get I get with her. I get with her, you know. And she's a year older because I'm a I'm a sophomore. Yeah. I'm a sophomore and she's a junior You know in high school And you know we date She had other guys that she was Talking to Um, You know that's just kind of who She was you know she was a free spirit And I thought that I could just Tame this free spirit you know I'm like no I can't (laughs) you know what (laughs) I'm saying Another Another thing is with men. stop trying to Change these women man These Women know who they are Vice versa women Stop so trying, so trying to change these dudes, man. These dudes are who they are. You know, a lot of dudes are walking around here, damaged, but refuse to get help. Refuse because they figure they got it. Right. So I went. I, I went with. I went with her. We hung out with that family. Next thing you know, she's pregnant. You so know, my first. She was my first sexual experience, and. You know, you know how it is. I mean, those of you guys, fellas, that first time around, you know what it was. And I didn't, you know, she so she got pregnant. I never, I never forget the conversation because she called, she called uh, my house, and she told me over the phone. And so her mother gets on the phone and says, "Let me speak to your mother." I said, "Okay, got my mom on the phone," and she says you know um, what should I call her I don't have a name for her <laughs> the D I'll just say D um, I won't give her full name but D um, she says D's pregnant what are we gonna do my mama said I, I remember I remember it just as just as you know is it what happened yesterday? my mama said we ain't gonna do nothing we are gonna get a blood test <laughs> <laughs> Because my mama knew that she had other fellas that she was talking to. Because I would tell her what was going on. I told my mom everything. So she was like, "Oh well, the first thing we're gonna do is get the blood test done." Now, back in the day, that was back in you know 91, 90 uh, They didn't have DNA testing back then. It was blood testing. So you go, to, you go, you get your. Um, well, actually, it was. DNA uh, yeah, but I think it came in long few like a few years later. But um my blood test was an actual blood test they took they drew my blood they drew hers and they took it out sent off to a lab. Took forever, took forever to come back. Um did the blood test, came back like six weeks later. Came back. The thing said <laughs> they, they sent me a copy of the, the the results and um have you ever seen Maureen Povich and he's like, okay. <laughs> in the case of the little baby, you know, you are not the father. But in this case, <laughs> I was, I was dealing the father, uh, 99.9999% that I was the father of this baby, which, and, and I was, I was happy, right? But I knew nothing of being a father. Again, traumatic experience, traumatic experience upon traumatic experience upon, 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 Traumatic experience. I'm hoping you guys are catching what I'm saying, and and, and the different uh, traumatic experiences that happened in my life, and there are many more. You you will catch it down the road. But she she had she got pregnant, um, so she carried. I mean, we were, you know, we still saw each other. We still hung out, but at at, at one point, I think she was like four or five months pregnant um she broke up with me and i was like why why would you break up with me you know and she's like i don't want to be with you no more okay and so i even i even asked her at one point i even asked her to marry me i think i was 18 at the time maybe 17 and i asked her to marry me and she turned me down flat okay a rejection i'm really hoping somebody catches this thing though. I mean, rejection from my father, rejected. She was my first rejection, uh, first girlfriend that rejected me. Um, So it it was tough. So life was really shaping up to be a real shit show. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? To be truthful. And uh, I took that rejection and I just channeled it nowhere. I held it. Right. And I took my anger out on everybody else because, um, I didn't know what to do with it. I never. I didn't have an outlet. I didn't have somebody that would say to me, "Don't do this. Don't do that." I didn't have that, you know. And so I kind of just had to hold on to all this nonsense and this anger and this bitterness and this, you know. That's where my level of petty came from. Because <laughs> people, people ask me all the time, I was "Like, what? The, how do you get? How do you get so petty?" This is how, <laughs> you know. What I mean? Um. So it was just, it was tough. It really was tough, man, and I was like, "Okay, my mentality at that time became i am 'I'm gonna get you before you get me.' i I'm gonna get you before you get me. You're not know, gonna, nothing do it to me. I'm, I got you, I got you. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna stop chapter one here because at this point in the story, um, I'm I'm gonna become a teenage a teenage dad. Uh, at seventeen, and there were so many, there's so many experiences that happened in the in the time this was going on. But I don't want to give you guys too much of because if I give it, if I give you all of, if I give you all of it now, you won't come back. <laughs> so this is you know, this age range is from 16 to 18. These, this everything going on now. Um, but yeah, she so got had the baby, and tomorrow. We'll get into the traumatic experiences of becoming a teenage dad. But that shit won't easy. And if anybody who's listening who has become or has been a teen father, it's 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 daunting. Now you you know, you, you listen or watch the shows on T V, you know, Teen Mom and all that jazz, but they should do a show called Teen Dad because it's because, you know, it's traumatic on women. It's as much, it's 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 traumatic on men just as much as it's too women. people don't believe that for some reason because um, what most men do is up and run and leave. I was no exception to that rule. Okay? I did the same exact thing. I didn't know nothing about being a daddy. I was, my first job was a dishwasher at the, the local grocery store years ago. And they put me on child support at that age. I had to pay three hundred bucks a month. That was my entire month. I'll check. But we we'll are getting into that traumatic experience on tomorrow. Thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate y'all. Another, another episode of the Air Chronicles. This is episode two. The origin, the beginning. How did we get here? You're going to find out the hard way. You guys have a great one. We'll see you.